Hello, welcome to another episode of the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. My name is Scott Needham, and I've been uh, selling on Amazon for seven years, building software for that. And no one in my entire life has told me that I have a radio voice. And so there's uh, not too big of a reason for me to do a podcast when, I, when, I, when it's my talking that does most of the work. But, um, but here we go anyways. And the reason I say that is because I have a guest for today's episode. And I have heard him speak on stage. And he definitely had a more uh, commanding voice that pr- probably plays better for radio. Um, this guest, his name is Alex Sklar. He uh, works with Payability. And I've seen him on stage just a week ago uh, talk about all the different financial options that can, uh, that can face us as sellers. And it was, it, you know, I came into that uh, speech that he was giving and I was like, I probably, we wouldn't use this. And then I left thinking like, oh, there might be some options. And so um, I will be uh, definitely talking with our finance side of things and uh, see what we can do. Uh, so welcome to the show, Alex. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. All right. So I just have a few questions and uh, that we can riff off of. And But first off, just tell me a little bit more about you. Sure. Um, so I am the head of business development at Payability, where I focus my efforts on connecting marketplaces and ecosystems and all sorts of other industry partners with our financing and accelerated payout solutions uh, in an attempt to improve the cash conversion cycle and increase both merchant and partner GMV. Um, I've been in FinTech for about seven years now. Uh, You know, overall accounting and finance background of about 10 years. I I was a a former public accountant in, in a previous life. And uh, I grew up in small business myself, uh, growing up in a four-generation business. I started my own business right after college, which I sold a couple years later. And I've uh, founded a couple other businesses as well. That's awesome. Um, I personally, if I were to like quit my job, I think one of the industries that would definitely capture my attention would be fintech. Uh, just this idea that... Um, you know, building technology solutions to uh, just around money. I think uh, money is interesting. It's fun, and um, that's that's definitely what Payability does really well. I think they've done a really good job of of advertising. I wouldn't be surprised if most of the listeners have at some point either seen or heard of Payability. But um, when I uh, started talking with Payability a few months ago, I learned a lot more about um, what they offer. And so I think we could cover a little bit of that. And I still have a few more questions myself. Um, But at the end of the day, I believe, you know, when we're talking, you know, financial solutions, it's it's, uh, the way I operate is how can I get the most capital with the least amount of friction and the lowest cost? because that's what, you know, a service like Payability does is, is it helps you, you know, just grow your business. And uh, you, they, they offer some really uh, unique situations that no one else does. 
And uh, when you're in a high growth mode, like uh, when you're, you know, if you're, if you're growing two, 300% a year, you really want like the cash on hand because you, it's going to fuel uh, you, your next stages of growth. So um, let's see. So, uh, you know, taking an advance or a loan can represent a future risk. So Alex, when do you think it's worth that risk? Uh, so that's a great question. And, um, you know, I, I think we always need to sit down and look at the math um, you know, essentially the, the financing cost, um, but also the opportunity cost. So we always want to do our homework and we want to research all, everything that's available to us. And, you know, one of the points that you said that uh, just kind of stuck out in my ear was um, when we're talking about what's available to us in general, you know, a lot of times we need to realize that, you know, in the world of lending, um, we're essentially operating in a niche of a niche in that there's, you know, alternative lending that deals with, you know, the quote unquote unbankable, which are just usually typically small businesses. And then there's the whole world of e-commerce, which most institutions don't even know what they're looking at. So we need to be able to look at our options and then look at what's available. And when, you know, to bring it back to, to your question, I, I think we need to understand in e-commerce that we're dealing in a completely different model than a, trip, uh, a typical brick and mortar uh, merchant. So a good example would be, if we look at you know, a, a pizzeria that's on the, on the corner, they're not gonna live and die necessarily by their own marketing. People are gonna walk down the street, they're gonna smell the food, it's gonna pique their interest, maybe they'll pop in, maybe they'll just grab a menu for later and order when they get home or something. But when we're dealing with e-commerce and we're dealing with selling a marketplaces, if we're not investing into, um, into advertising as well as making sure that we're in stock, you know, on the advertising point, if we're not investing into advertising, people may not even know we actually exist. There is no chance for people to walk down the street and see our store. You know, the way they see us is we either have the buy box or we're either doing, uh, you know, we're doing ads or some type of uh, pay-per-click ad or something similar where we're constantly having to spend money to be able to be visible. And on, on the other side of that too, once we are visible and once we're moving our products and people are actually really interested, then we need to make sure that we're still stocking those items because you know, I'm sure as we've all experienced online, once you create a product that's really a hit, it doesn't, take, uh, it doesn't take much for someone else to essentially copy or mimic that product and to be able to put their product in the same spot. So you've done this great job, you're, you're moving your product, everyone likes it, and now it's moving too fast and you're stocking out, and now someone else is coming alongside you with a knockoff of your same product, but they're not stocked out, so people are going to them instead of you. Instead of you. So I think in those situations, the ROI on taking advance or taking a loan or just being well capitalized is exponentially higher for e-commerce merchants. Um, so I, I think that's a calculation everyone should always kind of be thinking about when they're talking about financing is when you're looking at the cost, what is the cost if I don't do this and I miss out on opportunity or, you know, for some seasonal businesses, the amount of time that they're making 80% of their revenue 
is a fraction of the year. They may only have two months to make the majority of their revenue. So those are the type of calculations I would be running when I'm looking at deciding on financing. And even if sometimes I have to kind of, you know, hold my nose when I look at a rate, if I know that the growth that I'm going to do from that, you know, even if a rate is high, but I know I'm going to be able to double or triple my sales in a short period, then it might be worth it. And those are the type of calculations I'm looking at when, uh, when I'm looking at financing. Yeah, you said a lot of things that have rung true to us. Um, specifically, you know, when you're running the calculation of like, okay, I know how much this is going to cost, but this is what I can do with it. For example, I know one time we turned on Amazon Lending just so that we could um, pay off our credit cards early and get a 2% cash back on that. That was the calculation. And uh, we, we, I've seen other situations like that. The truth is, right now, we want to get out of Amazon lending. It's, uh, it's not uh, where we want to sit long term. But for, that, for, the, for, for an instant, um, we, we, you know, we calculated all things equal, and it, it just made sense to do it. Um, well, and, and just to, to play off that point, I, I think that's when we need to look at the entire landscape of financial products and what's available. So, you know, sure. Let's I, let's let's do a little bit of that. If you mind, um, let's back up a step and uh, just outline a few options that, you know, you see us as e-commerce com- based companies uh, seeing and needing or, or being should be aware of. Sure. So we can break it down into a, into a couple a couple positions. So one, you have like a cash flow management tool um, that can be uh, you know essentially like factoring or you know what we do at Payability, which is instant access. Now that's not a loan, and it's not an, it's not a traditional type of type of advance. What it really is is giving you um, access to today's sales tomorrow. So traditionally, uh, you know, and for like large manufacturing companies and old fashioned companies, it it was called factoring. And it was essentially, I'll give you 80 to 90% of your invoice. I'll give you that cash now. And then when I receive the money back from the person who's paying that invoice, I'll release the remaining amount to you minus a small fee. And that's essentially what we do with access. We're just doing it instantly and digitally. But that's, you know, that's a cash flow tool. That's making your own money available to you. And, you know, a good way to think about that is if you're going out and you're purchasing inventory, whether you take a loan for the inventory or whether you have the cash on hand, once you outlay that money, the rest of your your P&L starts to suffer. You've now taken a large chunk of money and you've put it towards one thing. So you can't really go up, you know, call your utilities and tell them, hey, uh, by the way, I need an extra three weeks. I I just bought some amazing inventory at a discount that I had to get right now. Uh, You can't tell your employees like, hey, um, you know, we had to pick up this inventory right now. I know you'll bear with me. I'm not going to be able to cover payroll for a couple weeks. And we could go down every line of your P&L and expenses and kind of say similar things. The reality is you can't push off all those payments. So the the shorter you can create that time of when you've made a sale to when you have money in your pocket, the, the more smoothing you can kind of do over the rest of your expenses and your cash flow. Then you have loans and advances and lines of credit. 
that is designed to grow your business. So kind of what you were saying just now with Amazon lending and how you don't want to keep it forever. Unless you're a large company that's able to, you know, basically either access money through public capital markets, you know, uh, through st uh, shares, or you're able to issue corporate bonds, most companies really shouldn't be constantly living on loans. Now, if you're large enough and you're big enough and fortunate enough where you have a line of credit that is really manageable, um, that could be a little different. But again, even in those situations, you want to be drawing down the line when you need the capital, and you want to be paying it out, paying it back as soon as you can. If you're constantly living on borrowed money, that means that you know, let's say your your percent uh, your, your percent was ten percent interest. That means for every dollar, you know, for every dollar you do, you really need to do a dollar ten, and it's because the money that you're starting with has already come at a borrowed cost. So it means you constantly have to be doing more than just baseline. So when we're talking about loans and advances, they're really designed to accelerate growth and grow your business. So for us, you know, we have our access product, which is like the factoring, which I just explained. That's really about keeping cash flow. And you know, people use it to reinvest in inventory and keep their catalog fresh, grow their catalog. But a lot of times, it's about smoothing cash flow. When we're talking about loans and advances, ideally you're using those for things like purchasing more inventory, um, mm -hmm. spending it on marketing, going into a different vertical, hiring additional employees, because you know that the amount of money you're, you're borrowing is going to exponentially grow your business. Right. If you're just borrowing to just keep the business running as usual, yep. it, for most people, it doesn't usually work out like that. Yeah. Um yeah, that sure. There's a few things that uh, you made me think of. One of them is just to uh, clarify, like I exactly, uh, you know, what I first thought of payability is on Amazon. You know, you don't get paid uh, for at least two weeks mm -hmm. for a sale that you have, and that I guess through factoring, um, they advance you that you know those sales like the next day. So that's why you can uh, make some different cash flow decisions if you are using payability. And specifically, one um, uh, area that I know that like we we pay a lot of attention to is like right now um, in September, we are very aware that everything we do is building up to uh, November and December, and and that. Um, maybe we don't build our business. Uh, we, 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 we take less loans um, throughout the year, but we will um, want to leverage any financial tool out there um, so that uh, we, can, we can be as big as possible, have as much inventory and as much um, advertising opportunities uh, for these next few months. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I, and I think... Beyond just payability, I think everyone in alternative finance and even traditional lenders, I think we all see, especially if we're dealing with uh, anyone involved in e-commerce or retail, we see a huge uptick uh, as early as usually August, depending on how long it takes to, to get the product. If you're ordering products from overseas, it might be you know 50 to 90 days from when you actually start to, to make the order to when you have it in your hands to be able to sell. So we start to see it as early as August, um, but it's really, it, you know, it's 
people are selling during the holiday season and, and I think it makes sense sense why but it's there are opportunities during these periods and and I think we, we all across the the financial landscape see huge uptakes during um, Q4 and the months leading up to Q4 to make sure that they're in stock, to make sure that they have the right products on the shelves, to make sure that the new products that they know are going to be in demand that they already have access to. And, you know, I I don't think there's anything wrong with not using financing, um, you know, not taking a loan or something like that throughout the whole year. you know, and then using it towards the end of the year. I think for every business, it needs to make sense for you. And that's why I'm thankful we have the two products, one where we can actually help smooth cash flow, and then one where we can help you grow and purchase inventory and such. Okay, so payability, you guys have actually two different uh, services that you provide. You got that access, that early access where like, you know, and then it sounded like you have something that's more close to like a, uh, a loan, but it's not quite a loan. Uh, it's more of like a, but it's a lump sum. So tell me a little bit more about those two different things. Yep. And, and that's exactly right. So the access product that I was talking about before, that's essentially, you know, your company's already made the sale. You're just waiting to receive the money from Amazon. So we're we're making 80 to 90 percent of that money available to you while you wait the 14 days for amazon to pay you and then in 14 days we receive the remaining amount and we return that amount to you our our instant advance is a lump sum of capital essentially so while it's not exactly like a loan and i'll explain the differences in a second it is a lump sum of capital that you can use to purchase inventory, invest in your business, put into marketing, hire people, and such like that. The difference between an advance and a loan is a loan is an agreement for you to borrow money that you're required to pay back. And a lot of times they'll have a personal guarantee. They might be collateralized by maybe a vehicle or a home. But essentially, it is an agreement that you have made to take on money and pay someone back. An advance is a purchase of your future sales or your future receivables at a discount. That discount is the actual interest that's charged. So a great analogy that that I I like to use a lot of times is if I were to go to to a car lot and I saw 100 cars on the lot, And I asked the person, how much for all 100 cars? And they said, you know, $1.2 million. And I said, well, if I gave you a million dollars in cash right now, would you sell me all the cars? Most people would say yes. Now, I personally can't drive 100 cars in a day. So every day I would come over there and I would take one of the cars that I've purchased, they're mine, and I would drive it off the lot. And every day I would keep coming back and taking another car. And as long as the cars were there, everything works out great for everybody. Now, if a tornado struck and wiped out all of those cars before I had a chance to drive them off, well, that's my risk. I've already purchased those cars in advance. And if there's no cars to take uh, because they've all been wiped out, then there are no cars to take. And I think that's, you know, it's a little bit elusive an analogy, but where I think that analogy works is if for some reason your business went out of business, which we would all hate for that to happen, but but it does happen, 
then for us, there's nothing to collect because we bought future sales in a future that doesn't exist anymore. Whereas if you're taking on a loan, you individually as a business owner will still owe that money whether the company's in business or not. And that's you know uh, okay. a, a major distinction between the two. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, Alex, I think you are like, you, you throw out analogies like every five minutes. You, are they, are these just like, they just hit you new every time? Or have you just like, I, I, I'll admit I, I've used the car, the car analogy is my own analogy, but I've well, used it a couple of times. Do, do you know that, that one's perfect because like everyone that's in e-commerce knows about those tornado events. I mean, you should at least be aware of them is, you know, like a, a seller can get suspended. And so... What happens if someone has a line out with you mm-hmm. and um, they get suspended? Well, you know, it's um, suspensions happen and, and they do. And um, I, if you were suspended, we wouldn't be able to advance you new capital on the spot during that suspension period. But we do have partners that we work with who are uh, specialists in removing suspensions. So we'd be able to point you in the right direction. We'd be able to help you to get your account active again. But an interesting thing, and you know, this isn't, isn't something we, we truly advertise for, but we know people use us for this. The reality is if you got suspended, we were still advancing you your daily sales. So we don't immediately demand any any of the money back and you're actually protected for that period of time hopefully it's only a day or two but we all know suspensions do happen but you'll still have received your sales uh day by day like you know if you got suspended today you still today received yesterday's sales so you're actually in a better position than if amazon had been holding the money the whole time and that amount of time from when you made the sale to when you receive it just keeps growing and growing and growing yeah no that's that's very interesting. Yeah. Like you guys have built a sort of insurance product without even realizing it. Yeah. I mean, I think I, if I was going to be fair, I would probably call it assurance instead of insurance. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. Um, and I, as, as someone that has been suspended several times, what, what I actually really like about that is having someone else on your side of the line, you know, that you say that you guys connect with uh, people that specialize in, uh, getting suspensions lifted because we, we have used specialization before. It helps when you're talking to people that like that have been there before. So, um, I mean, that's kind of a, a side story, but like, that's really interesting. Um, a part of, uh, your, your business. Well, and, and I think just, you know, I think you hit on a point that's interesting is, you know, we're, you know, we're kind of partners in it together. If your account got suspended and we're working together, we also have a vested interest in helping you get that account unsuspended as fast and easily as possible. So you're not really in it on your own um, Mm -hmm. if we're working together. All right. Um, So let's see. Do you guys sell it in, what about, like what if I sell in other marketplaces like eBay? Yeah, so we uh, we do work with uh, we work with lots of other marketplaces. We work with Walmart. We work with Newegg. We work with Etsy. We actually can work with Shopify, um, Big Commerce, Volusion, and some of the other type of ecosystem partners. Uh, we we are beginning to work with different eBay customers. 
Uh, that's a big push we've been making to, to have eBay be fully live. I do believe we have a handful of eBay customers right now kind of in hmm. like a beta so we can launch it fully in the next couple of weeks. But okay. the way we kind of work is if one of our customers, and we work with some smaller marketplaces too that some people may not even be aware of like TCG Player and some others. But for us, when a customer uh, comes to us and asks us if we're working on another marketplace and we're not, that's where uh, my team on the business development and partnership side, we start reaching out to that marketplace immediately and start you know, saying we should be working together. And um, we can launch marketplaces pretty quickly. So um, there's not too many marketplaces that we can't work with. All right. Well, uh, what if I have shaky credit? Oh, well, you know, that, that's not an issue for us. We actually don't do any type of credit check whatsoever. So credit's not an issue. We also don't require any type of bank statements whatsoever either. So, you know, no, you just want access to that Amazon and you're like that. This tells you everything about someone's business of like how much they're selling and that that's, that's interesting. That's exactly right. So, and that's why we're able to work with uh, Shopify and Volusion and some of the others as well. Is we just need uh, our underwriter, our underwriting data, and our machine learning. We just need to see your actual sales. We don't care about negative days in the bank statement. We don't care about, you know, uh, sub five hundred FICO scores or whatever else would be barring to, uh, you know, to one of our competitors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so why is having access to my cash flow like so important? Well, I mean, I, I think we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but having access to your own cash flow, just, it, it's really about keeping your business healthy and running well. I mean, there is the, the overall general, like concept of why should someone else be holding on to your money instead of you? Um, you know, and we understand all the reasons and the risks that, you know, Amazon, as an example, takes and why they're holding it for 14 days. But the reality is, um, you know, for a lot of sellers, even the biggest ones, they need that money back. They need that money back into their own lifeblood to be able to pay bills, to be able to, you know, pay salaries and to be able to restock inventory and, you know, keep their catalog growing instead of shrinking. And all those things, you know, Sadly, it requires money, and I think you you know cash is the lifeblood of well, a business. So I mean, yeah. I could answer this question for us as a seller. Um, we have gone through maybe four different accounting procedures. You know, uh, some of it has involved uh, employee shifts, and new employees have brought different ideas. But um, I like to think that we're in our best situation right now. Um, it's amazing how, um, having a, cl- a more clear picture of, of when you're going to owe what money and, and then, you know, on the, on the flip side, how much money is coming in, just having that modeled really well and, uh, helps you make decisions. And then when you know if you, what you can infuse, at different points, you're like, okay, hey, like we do have this. It will be like, okay, in two weeks, we know that we're going to hit a cash crunch. What can we do to get around that? And sometimes we'll uh, look at the business and like, you know, change some pricing to like increase sales. But sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll look at Amazon lending or, um, and I know uh, I've always been aware of payability and I've, I'm definitely interested in, and, um, 
I just think having all those pieces together, you kind of need to know that as a business owner, uh, particularly like if, if you're very growth oriented and you know, you want to maximize what you can do in a Q uh, and Q4, because if you're not spending that money, um, you're not getting a return on that money. And, you know, as, as you get more seasoned and experienced, that's kind of the, the frame of mind that you, you have to have is like, you kind of want to spend that money uh, or, uh, you know, so that, you know, it, we've made employee decisions based off of that. We've grown, you know, you know, 20 distribution employees because we all of a sudden had new access to money. Well, and, you uh, know, I think that's exactly right. I, I think to, to bring it back a little bit too, to, to what you're saying is, it's about budgeting. It's about forecasting. If we can make our businesses predictable, which, you know, I wish we could all do that. You know, sadly, there's a lot of unpredictable things in life. But the more predictable we can make our business, we can then time things. We can then invest into things at the right at the right time and take the right opportunities. We can, you know, purchase things at discounts and be able to, it's all about timing. You know, life is all about timing really. And the more we can smooth out that cash flow and make that cash flow more predictable, the more we can budget and, and forecast and, you know, basically build ourselves a roadmap to see where we're going instead of just constantly flying by the seat of our pants and, you know, kind of shooting from the hip, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, I uh, definitely, I, this is something that I've continued to learn about and I've been selling on Amazon for seven years and, uh, it's, it can, uh, it can m mean thousands of dollars, uh, or even, you know, tens of thousands of dollars by getting things right. We made a, um, a focus on our business to, uh, use, uh, credit cards more. There's actually a, a capital one, uh, spark venture or spark something like that mm -hmm. where it gives you 2% cash back. And we've kind of adjusted a lot of uh, parts of our business to maximize that. Cause while it may seem like a small amount, um, you know, we probably spend $20 million a year on credit cards and 2% of 20 million. I like, I'll take that. It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. And, and um, you know, you mentioned cash back and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. We, uh, we actually also provide, our customers, uh, our payability, payability seller card, which is a corporate visa debit card. And anyone who uses the card, um, you know, when you can have your funds, uh, when, when your funds are available, they're also instantly available on the card as well. And we also provide 2% cash back on that because oh. the cash back matters. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and just like you're saying, like another 2%, you know, and, you know, a lot of times that will mitigate the actual uh, the actual fees we charge if you're using the card, but anytime you can get a 2% cash back or, you know, there's a promotional offer to buy this and you can get cash back. It's, um, it adds up at the end of the day. Yep. It, it really does. Cash is king. That's what I mean. At first we were going for, uh, airline miles at 2%. We're like, no, we want the cash because that gives you the most flexibility. I, I, I did know that payability had that uh, credit card option. That's actually really cool. And, um, because like we, we operate or we live our business and we're making like, you know, 17% gross margin. If we're able to get 2% more, that's like nuts. And, um, 
we would do anything for, for an additional percent of margin. And so you, you really want to want to chase that stuff. And, and it's cool that you guys have a, a similar opportunity. Yeah. Um, and what we do with that too, is we try to create additional flexibility because, you know, the fed window only allows you to take money out Monday through Friday on non-banking holidays, you know, usually nine to six, but because your balance will also live on the seller card, that means for a lot of the people who are doing retail arbitrage or reselling and they're, they're doing a lot of their shopping on the weekend or they're doing their shopping online, that card means that your balance is available 24-7, 365 days a year, and you get the cash back as well. Okay, awesome. Um, well, uh, before we wrap up, I wanted uh, uh, to give uh, not only are we talking about payability but like today we have a uh, an offer through them um, if you go to this link go.payability.com slash number one seller and this will actually start your relationship with payability at a uh, better fee rate in addition to having uh, $200 uh, for signing up. So if you go to that link, you will actually help out, uh, this show and you will, uh, you'll be given a, an offer. I think that's just like an, an amazing deal that they have. And I've always appreciated, uh, talking with payability and, and, uh, and the support that they've shown us and actually what they've shown for the community. They, they definitely have a unique, uh, uh, product that I'd encourage anyone to, to check out. And, and especially, you know, right now as, uh, you're thinking as, you, as your cash reserves should be dipping, you know, at rock bottom, November 15th, you should have everything spent, um, so that you have it in inventory. And because, uh, in my experience, well, in our experience, the last two, three years, Christmas, like the margins, they just get higher. And so you, should be taking every advantage you can of, 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 of getting access to capital. And I, it's, I'm really happy with like what payability has and what they offer others. Um, be, but before we go, is there anything last that you'd like to talk about Alex or, uh, um, we, uh, well, I mean, I think we, we, we definitely covered a lot. I, I would say that for people, um, you know, check us out. Uh, take a look at what we can offer. Uh, you know, we have real human beings behind the phones as well who are always happy to answer any type of questions. And, you know, I just, I, I'd like to thank you as well for, for having me on. I, I think your, your podcast is off to, to a great start. You sound like you've been doing this for years. So I'm, I'm <laughs> shocked. You've only been doing it for several months. Well, listen and, uh, to my first few episodes. It was a lot of stop and go, a lot of stop and go. The editor was very close to, uh, to, to killing himself or, or just like he, he was driving himself crazy because I, you, you don't have a flow yet. And I, while I still can get a lot better, um, it, you get a little bit of practice and then you get that flow. So, um, I'm still working on it, but thank you. <laughs> you sound great. Okay. And, um, well, um, yeah. th this wraps us up. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. Um, I am happy to answer and I could even forward you on to Alex if, if you have questions for him. Um, and, uh, sounds good. I hope you guys actually do have a good Q4. We talked about it a few times and like, this is actually a good episode, uh, in anticipation of that. And so let's, uh, keep the ball rolling. All right. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you, Scott.
One, two, three. This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.